the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930. I'm sorry. I gave you gave you me two, a two minutes. I gave you two minutes. I, okay. no, I don't know what two minutes. Okay. There you go. Okay. There you go. Better? I'm better. All right. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, we're live here at Millburgers, where it is busy today. It's the first week of their two-week big anniversary celebration here at Millburgers. And uh, they have uh, lots of great things on sale. And I think the weather and the sale items <laughs> and all the beautiful plants have brought everybody out here to Millburgers. Well, yeah. well, and the fact that the supply is the supply is good, too. Yeah. We're seeing uh, lots of color. several zinnias, different kinds of zinnias for the first time you know, over a year. And that's after you bought them out yet last week. I know. <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, then the geraniums and uh, begonias, lots and lots of begonias. There for the to meet, to meet the, the shade needs of our um, area during the summertime. Although if you get them in fast enough and a relatively good soil, and you can water them, they do a pretty good job of surviving the even in the sun. Uh, but you don't want to wait too long for that if you got to plant them in the sun. And uh, there's a few tomatoes out there, Milton. <laughs> Yes, yeah. there are. But I think they've changed since last week. I mean, they've oh, got probably, a new yeah. So uh, people are liking those gallon containers. I see the, there were uh, also those some rodeo tomatoes in the four-inch yeah. containers, which were oh, oh, in the smaller last ones. Week. Oh, yeah. good. Now I don't not I don't know how many of them are left. Yeah, let's see. I'm trying to eyeball the tags. I don't see the tags. There, there, yeah, a there were a bunch of the uh, one gallons yeah. li- last week, but uh, uh, none of the four inch. But this this week there are some four inch. And what's going to happen is Jerry's going to start reading you the items that are on sale. Calvin and I are going to leave for about an hour and a half, <laughs> and then uh, we'll go go we can go to a tavern if you like and get something. And then uh, I think I think Trey's kind of jump the tracks on <laughs> he's got a lot of I, items I w- on sale i would not even print a color edition <laughs> fact you said your printer wouldn't My allow printer you to do it. spit it out said, well and if said, you, get, you don't want to print this if you get the uh express news uh, yeah yeah course, it's in color course it's in color and and uh full page yeah the, today is uh, a, a full full page and it's been that twice a week over the last few Yep. We are back to spring gardening, and we're back to questions on the air. Richard is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, Richard, 
Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Not too bad. I have a question on my live oak. Why does it tend to drop leaves this time of year versus fall? Because that's uh, that's the way it evolved. <laughs> yeah. That's why. It's that, a god thing. Yeah, that's a character. <laughs> that's the characteristic. All of, of them it. are different. And it's ama- it's amazing. It always amazes me that that thing can drop, drop its leaves either in February or March. And you, a lot of people don't even notice that the leaves have dropped because the new leaves are already back. Eh? Yeah, yeah. But that's 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 what all of them do. All the live oaks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, second question is: I've yet to see an acorn on this tree. At what point in their age do they start producing acorns? Would you buy it from a nursery or something? No, it was just the residence I'm in was the subdivision was built in 2010. I'm assuming okay. that's how long this tree's been in there. Yeah. Are there sterile varieties of live oak? No. No. Yeah, I mean, how, how, you, you may have the variety that people want, although I don't know how you propagate it. How tall is it? Um, I'd be guessing maybe about 18 to 20 feet, and the oh, trunk, down, trunk diameter is probably about as big as a uh, Folgers can of coffee, maybe a little bit thinner. Uh-huh. And it was there when you got there in 2010? We actually moved here in 2016, but yes, the this, this subdivision went up in 2010. Six, oh, okay. yeah. I I would guess within five years you'll be getting some acorns, and then yeah. you then yeah. you'll be joining the others there that are go. complaining. Calling in. How do I get rid of all these acorns? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's amazing for us, those of us that are uh, bur- <laughs> bird and wildlife uh, advocates uh, how. Uh, we wish for the acorns because they're, you know, between the the deer and the squirrels and the birds, they love them. Are you are you in Stone Oak or somewhere like that? No, I'm, I'm near Sea World. Oh, okay. Have you got deer? I do not. We don't even have squirrels. The only thing we got is morning dove. <laughs> well, you just send us a little address. I'll get you some deer. Uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Another question is I have a mountain laurel that I bought from Millburgers about six years ago, and it's yeah. blooming beautifully. How, how yeah, long aren't I, they pretty? How long do I expect those blooms to last? Yeah, just another two weeks. Yeah. Is it, is it blooming now? It yeah, sure they're is. going. Well, you're, you're very lucky because uh, a lot of those uh, bloom uh, got frozen off during the hard freeze. And I thought my neighborhood all got ta- frozen off, but they, as of today, they're all blooming up a storm. Is that right? Snuck up on me. I saw, I saw, I was driving around and I saw two mountain laurels planted side by side. One had all the blooms off of it, frozen off, and the one next to it, full bloom. Full bloom. Yeah. That's and weird. I think the blooms are the ones I've seen that are blooming are a little richer in color. Is that my imagination? Well, yeah, that's your imagination. Okay, thank you. You know, you have an active imagination. <laughs> my mine uh, that were blooming up a storm that I noticed this morning, they didn't show much leaf growth. Oh. So they so the the freeze affected the plants differently depending on what the environment yeah, was yeah. and where they are. And Richard, how do they smell? I haven't got that close to them yet. Get close to them. That's one of the, the great things. That, who was it who called them? Uh, I think maybe it's Laura. They were called bubblegum. Yeah. Uh, bubblegum spit. All right, folks. Thanks for the info. Yeah, All Richard, right, thank you. <laughs> he didn't want to get into that. He's not going to go smell those things. 
They smell <laughs> wonderful. And I've had grape, grape Kool Aid is, is another There you go. Way grape Kool Aid is, is better. Yeah, also, a little. Uh, I think bubblegum spit was for uh, big red soda. <laughs> but yeah, they uh, smell like grape Kool Aid. Bubblegum. We used to say it was smelled like bubblegum. Yeah. And they, uh, ma'am, did you have a question? Did you? Can you ask it on the air? We're, we're doing the show. Are you comfortable doing that? Just talk right into that. Okay, mark. get the mic, and then what you got over there? What's going on? Oh, I've got some blue plum, plumbago yeah. in in my yard, and I was wondering, do, can I add white plumbago to it? No problems. No, no problems. No. Conflict. Do you know if that's a good um, butterfly attractant? <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Okay, cause yeah. I, I love to see the butterflies, and I just wanted to yeah. see if yeah. adding the white to the blue there would not go. only bring color to my yard, but also more butterflies. Yeah. Have you planted? Did you have some last year? I did. Did they freeze down? No, they they were fine. I covered them with a tarp. Oh, you covered them. Right. Good girl. Yeah, I wanted to keep them safe. <laughs> you're you're describing mine, Jerry. They're all yeah. they're all brown still and minor browns. Shoot, the shoots yeah. finally are starting to come up. Yeah, I had I'd mine cut down today. You know the one below yeah. the hill uh, that I never water. No, no I've but been pretty they're lucky. They're to the ground. They will cut to the ground, but there's a new growth coming up. At ground level. I like to keep my dead ones so the low-flying birds can have something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I've got a dog that likes to kind of attack the birds, so that doesn't work. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, no. And now okay. I've got to keep him out of my plumbago. Yeah. What so. kind of birds do you have in your plumbago? <sighs> what kind you of birds? Sparrows? Yeah, sparrows. Oh, well, the blue jays are the ones that... Oh, are good. just really attacking the little ones, the uh. finches, I believe they're. Uh -oh. Yeah. And they're just like kind of crowding. All those finches. <laughs> They're crowding the whole yard. It's like, no, you can't have everything. <laughs> Share it with the squirrels and all of the birds. What is the dog? It is a boxer type. Ah, and he likes birds, huh? Yeah, apparently. He likes birds, cats, uh, oh, possums, yeah. oh, wow. squirrels. Cats. Well, he tries. <laughs> I we, think it's more the I think it's more the chase than the catch. It is. I think he's <laughs> okay. two years old, so okay. It's a little. Alrighty. Now, well, should she? It'll look nice when they are 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 all in bloom, but will the white bloom as much as the the blue? Yeah, generally, not quite as much, but close. Yeah. And if you're in a, depends on the amount of sun too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we did have our trees trimmed and our neighbors' trees oh, trimmed, so that made a big difference. We had a tree taken down. Oh, that was good. taking a lot of, you know, it was like a trash tree, I guess it's called. Yeah. What they yeah. call it. Yeah, Pumbago is, uh, we talk, brag about it booming in the shade, but it still does better in, in oh, yeah. mostly yeah. sun, yeah. I've enjoyed it. I bought it because my mother-in-law wanted to do something. My grandmother passed away, and she said, go down to your no local nursery. Came here, bought it about two years ago, and it's doing great. Yeah, they're Sounds very forgiving. Great. They're, yeah. they're wonderful plants. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, well, thank thanks you for, for coming, coming on the air by. with us. You did great Good job. luck with the butterflies. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. You know, if you if you listen to some of some shows and stuff, or just you, you begin to think that only milkweed is is the only plant that you can have that attracts butterflies. But like she mentions, the blue plumbago. Is there any place I could go for more information on what might attract, say, monarchs? No. Okay, then. Uh, 210-308-8867. <laughs> oh, are you, are you talking about that article in the yeah, Express News? Yeah, trying to set you up there, yes. This is the uh, – Jerry is getting tired of the articles on monarchs, I think, but 
Last uh, last week we talked about the milkweed, all the different milkweeds. Uh, all right. Oh, we got milkweed. Where, where, where? Right there where the guy's looking. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. We got tropical, some tropical milkweed here at Millburgers, really close to blooming, and that's what we were after because we're expecting the uh, monarchs to start coming soon, right at the uh, 1st of uh, April, and it's cool if there's some blooming uh, milkweeds there and full of foliage, and these are full full of foliage. There's only about about 20 there, so if you want us to save something, call, or check back with us Wednesday or Thursday, we'll probably have more. Yeah, that'll be good. Then uh, this 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 week we talked about some special uh, nectar mm, yeah, plants. Mist, oh, mist flower and blue curl, and uh, we Z- damn zinnias, 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 zinnias. <laughs> you gotta stop talking about blue curl because nobody has that. Uh, okay. <laughs> so they come in and they ask, and oh, I have to no. say, I'm sorry, we don't have that. Somebody has that. Do you yeah. have zinnias? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Zinnias, zinnias, zinnias. I have zinnias year-round because hey. Calvin talks about them even dead of winter. Yeah. He also, um, he has, uh, usually, if anybody's got it, he's got porterweed. Yeah. Yeah. You have porterweed somewhere. Yeah. And large. Oh, we have porterweed? Somewhere. Blue. Oh, large, okay, large looking for porterweed. Porter yeah, Calvin really likes that porterweed. Well, that, and, you know, that's Paul Cox. Those of you that used to know Paul Cox, that was one of the plants that... <laughs> he was uh, he was known for. Yeah. We, we used to make fun of him. Jerry poo pooed. <laughs> he but, called. He called it. But it we is. We can't sell this porter weed. No, we did. Yeah, he called in and you we called it a weed. Everything is sold out today except for the porter weed. Uh. If you want to come in and buy some porter weed, Jerry's like, you know why they're not buying it, don't you? <laughs> but this. Is, but it is an amazing plant. It's a tropical plant, but a great nectar source, and uh, it. Uh, it's the only plant I, I mentioned this in the article is the only plant I've seen uh, hummingbirds, bees, and butterflies, including the monarchs, competing for the nectar at the same time. And these are on those little teeny bright colored, but little teeny blooms on that are on these sloping plants. <laughs> Did you have a question? You I sure do. Can you come on the air with us? I don't mind. All right. You're on the air. What's going on? People are brave uh, I've today. I've got a uh, oak tree that I bought here at Millburger a couple of years ago. And for some reason, it's starting to look a little peaked. No, and you don't want to show it to me. Show it to <laughs> Calvin or Jerry or oh, Trace. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, I, I won't know what to tell you. It's an oak? Yeah, it's an oak. Uh, can, you, can you see the periphery of, a, of the uh, canopy? How it's thinned out leave yeah. the leaves on it yeah that's i don't think that's anything to worry about i think that's probably a little bit of cold damage severe cold damage. yeah you know i noticed it two years ago um hmm. and in the summer it looked like that now i looked at some of this the lower branches that were bare mm-hmm. and it looked like they were buds on them i've got a couple of shots of that if i can show you yeah huh but I'm not real sure. Oh, there it is right there. All right. Yeah, that's I'll tree. give the phone number, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. While Jerry looks at the picture, what are you seeing in there, Jerry? That's the what? You see the little bud knobs? Yeah. Those are those are. Well, get a little closer to the mic so we yeah, can hear you. Yeah, I think those are... Uh, <laughs> 
Just, no, you're okay. Just get a little closer to it. Uh, so oh, oh, okay. I'm hey, sorry. Just ignore him. Uh, <laughs> I tell him the same thing. I think those are the uh, buds for uh, the male flowers. Okay. So don't they're they're they look healthy, and you've got a uh, quite a bit of well a little bit of new growth. So what I would do this year this year maybe now uh, is fertilize it pretty well. Okay. Just sprinkle it around the tree. Uh, and just so and just so happens that the 1959 yeah, is on, it's on sale for the first time, which is a slow release lawn fertilizer that works really well. Yeah, very good. And Around the um, the the line. canopy or up close drip to drip line, yeah. Well, about three feet, three feet out. Okay. Around. Okay. You uh, don't think this is water uh, because you know we've been so darn dry the last couple of, couple of years. You yeah. Th- you think that uh, lack of water uh, could be doing this? No. I, I think I think that's uh, it. The new growth is it's it's adequate. But it's not except it's not a lot of it, either. right? And I would but it, that guess fertilizer will help. Based on the way you're talking, I would guess you have do not neglect the tree in terms of water. You water it, right? Okay. Good yeah. man. Okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate well, thank it. Thank you for coming in. Don't Thanks. worry you, about you. You get back to Trace. Thank don't, you. Don't worry oh. about don't worry about your tree. It's okay. okay. Good. How old was it? No. Two years. Did you say two years? Yeah. Okay. Hi, Trace. Who's here? <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> What's going on here today? Y'all are doing something right because it's busy. It's almost spring. It and is the, almost spring. I think it is. What day is officially spring? 20th? 22nd, 22nd. maybe. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now Dennis is going to write me a nasty email <laughs> saying, when is the first day of spring? Either 23rd or 22nd. Now, Calvin, on all these plants you recommended for the butterflies, have oh, you, 20, che- have you checked, checked for microbes? Actually, the, these I are... I hope that mist flower doesn't have microbes. I think well, everything has microbes. Uh, I think it does, too, yeah, if, uh, as a matter of fact. Yeah, if you the mist flower had microbes, just get out of the way because uh, there's nothing that'll stop the butterflies from getting to the mist. Well, we we may have to cut all the blooms off. But the thing about mist flower, which we we uh, uh, always carry a lot of mist flower here at uh, Millburgers. That's right. The thing about it is, though, that it's a little slower to start blooming. That's why I push, I pu- push on the blue curl that. Uh, Trace doesn't like me to push on uh, <laughs> because that f- kind of fills that gap. Yeah. Th- and this year we got the zinnias that are moving in fast too, but um, all of them are going to start blooming pretty sudden. Yeah. Got hey. the buds on them. Okay. Calvin and I have another theory as to why it's so busy. Great prices, great selection. Yes and yes. Yeah. The, the, the things like zinnias that people have look mi- at, missed. Look at look at that much. You pa- have zinnias. Look at the paper that I, <laughs> I tables, <laughs> multiple tables. Look at the paper I used to. Print you had to out cut down a tree to print. Yeah, <laughs> and I was going to print it in color, but. Uh, oh my God! When did you print that? <laughs> did you print that this morning? Uh, yesterday. Oh, what I, happened? I heard the Arctic was fifty degrees warmer. Or something than normal. 
This because, could have to do with Jerry the, doing his printing. The lack of a tree. <laughs> yeah. Well, we need to, we yeah. haven't, I don't think we mentioned yet that, uh, speaking of trees, that the, uh, tre- there's trees that are on, f- uh, for sale, on sale too, and you can take advantage, it's even in the article, you can take advantage of the CPS yeah. uh, rebate, $50 a shot. You could get a live oak tree, a nice live oak tree for basically free yeah. if you plant uh, plant it in the right way to conserve energy. More than free. There's enough savings in there where they could get the soil and everything to plant it with. Cool. Huh. Uh, you could, according, you could go ahead and get some zinnias with it. You bet. You? <laughs> oh, according to our crack research team back at the station, which is Al, tomorrow is the first day of spring. Get thank, out of here. Thank you. Crack, cracker Jack or Cracker? Cracker, <laughs> cracker Jack. Cracker Jack team. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's, he, he just waits. He sits. He brings that drum set to work every weekend he, just he to knows, do that. He knows that with this group he's got to. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the, uh, um, this is the nursery's 44th year. Is that right? It sure feels like longer. <laughs> well, she swears she did the research, but it should have been from the mid '70s. So, yeah, man, yeah. thirty, fifty. Yeah. I can remember when there was a branch over there on West Avenue. I've heard stories. Okay, it I haven't heard stories. I just know last though long enough to worry about it. And I don't know if I guess it was. Charles said that was the first thing he did is close that one down. I, yeah, and he actually kind of says it with a little bit of like. Uh, the first thing I did was close that one down. <laughs> it's like, oh dear, and I didn't want to get into it anymore. Yeah, they were in the old Rainbow Garden Center building. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. I think now it's a, a. I don't know what it is now. Maybe an auto shop. Yeah. Hey, we need to take a quick break. But two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road. Call with your questions. Tell us what's going on. Back in a moment on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer. We'll have to do spring songs tomorrow because it's uh, spring's birthday. Uh, now, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. And, yeah, besides zinnias, since Calvin's trying to get a soda, uh, we have many <laughs> things here. I'm seeing some pretty lantana in front of me. Uh, let's see. We've got lots of tomatoes, lots of geraniums. The geraniums are sure pretty. They're doing a good job with it. What is it over there? Are those begonias? Can you see over on the tables over there with the the pink? Yeah. Oh, those are pretty too. Those, those are just are regular begonias. Regular begonias? Okay. I may get some of those. Yeah, uh, they're they're I still like they're melting plants. I know. But the whoppers are too. The whoppers are very forgiving. What? I don't know if they're as forgiving as those are. Oh, do they get as tall as the whoppers? Those do. No. Yeah. Okay. So that I could do a whole little bed with those. There you go. Yeah. Uh, that's that's you know I tell the story of taking a flat of those begonias, uh, fibrous begonia we call them, to the house to the house one day uh, for uh, 
to plant in a little bed there by the patio. And I, I got too many. And so my wife left them in the pots, left them in the containers that they were in uh, for two years hmm. and never watered them. Oh, my gosh. Do they get natural water, like rain? Well, when, I, when they would go down, you know, wilt oh, down, okay. I would come home and say, trying to think that's a teaching moment, <laughs> I would look at that and say, <laughs> that now look, out, look out here on the patio at these plants. Do they look normal to you? Oh, that's... Do they look unusual to you for some reason? No, they look all right to us. <laughs> yeah, you, you set yourself up for that answer. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so uh, <laughs> I would go out and water them. And the amazing thing about those things, for two years, they'd go through that. And after I'd water them, they'd be blooming the next morning. Wow. That's a, that's a tough plant. Okay. It's almost like a cactus. I think, are the begonias still on sale? Yeah, I think so. 98 yeah. cents a piece. Ooh, that's a good deal. That's hard to pass up. Yeah. I might even get two. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, also, and I don't know if this is, as I was walking out last week, yeah, I saw a plant. I said, I don't recognize what that is. Yeah. And I looked. It was Vinca, Periwinkle. Oh, yeah. You remember In March. Me. March, Milton, for Vinca, Periwinkle. Yeah, normally June. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> th- but that was, wasn't that because of the weather rather than the, because of the plants? Well, yeah, it, normally. You didn't want the rain. Didn't want the rain. Yeah. Splashing the soil up on the Vinca. And yeah. of course, what's <laughs> that new one? And there, it was the, that was the new one the he had Cora? over there. Cora, yeah. Good going, man. Or is that the. And so, or a DDF or something? No. Disease. Well, I, I just D R V. Yeah. Disease resistance variety or something like that. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I just looked at the uh, the uh, tag and thinking that people are gonna buy that sucker out in a hurry because it's the only deer resistant blooming annual that we have. Hmm. So, uh, uh, it, and it says it's on sale. Now, I don't know whether that's Vinca the ground cover or Vinca periwinkle. That's the question I had, too, because it was in the ground cover cata- uh, listing. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah, it's with dwarf monkey grass, lorapi, majuga, uh, oh. ivy. But the, Jerry saw the other... Vinca. Yeah, the regular yeah. The ones. Cora's out there, too. So. Yeah. Yeah, the Cora's had a little problem with that, uh, the dieback, but still, it's a wonderful. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's wor- a worthy plant to, to plant in, in April, for sure. Well, the, uh, uh, you know, if you got deer, it's you, that's your only option. Oh, Are you saying they will eat sinia? Yeah. <laughs> you need to start well, working are on you, are you they won't? <laughs> are you saying they won't eat vinca? No, zinnias. Zinnias, I mean. I uh, 
Don't think they're too interested in, in zinnias. Listen but, to this. But they, uh, <laughs> this is zin- sad. <laughs> zinnias uh, break uh, relatively easy when they walk through no. them, for sure. No. So what he's saying is, you know, they'll eat them, <laughs> but they don't really care about eating them. <laughs> they're kind of disinterested. Yeah. It's like... But other plants, they love. Oh. <laughs> but zinnia's like, okay, if there's nothing else here. <laughs> yeah. How are the zinnias? I don't care. I just ate them. <laughs> Thank you, Melvin. Thank you. I thought. That was just, very good. Oh, did you like that? Thanks. I'm glad. <laughs> but I was, I was talking to a, a uh, young lady. Uh, it's Mark Peterson. Is it? That's not who you were talking to. <laughs> and uh, she... <laughs> Uh, and I told her, she's in deer country, and I told her, I said, the only plant that you're going to be able to plant outside because of all the deer uh, is a, a zinnia. I mean, it's vinca. I see. Uh, <laughs> it's working. He's finally, he's finally it's, learning. It's working. <laughs> it's vinca. <laughs> you, know, you know there is another plant that you, that you can plant, at least one. Yeah. Four o'clocks. What? Why are you looking funny? Too tall. Too tall for deer? Too tall and lanky. Well, that does mean that the the deer will eat them if they're tall. <laughs> but I don't, I don't I remember don't think the deer s- will eat them. Huh? Four o'clock. I don't think the deer will no, eat them. No, the deer don't, don't eat them. At least but, in my neighborhood, <laughs> they don't. But anyway, this young lady said. Mark is shaking his head, too. Said, I don't. It said, I don't. That's not one of my favorite plants. Oh, the vinca? Vinca. Oh. And I said, it's going to become one of your plants. Yeah, plant. it's going to become your own. Everything else you plant, the deer are going to eat overnight. Are those zinnias? They're are marigolds. They? Marigolds? Oh, marigolds, okay. yeah. And geranium. And, I saw the geranium. And looks like a tomato plant. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I just saw the I saw the yellow and orange. Good job. You, <laughs> you want to get on the air with us, Mark? Were yeah. you trying Good time it, so I did. Oh, okay. For a hard break, but. That's okay. But thank you. What's going on, Mark? Oh, it's a beautiful day, isn't, isn't it? it? Pretty. Yeah. I was going to compliment uh, Calvin for a wonderful article today. I Aww. really enjoyed it. And 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 they finally separated out in little headings too. You know. So I I'm old. I like that. I like have a little <laughs> heading, and then they had the zinnias, and then have another bold heading, and. There's a larkspur, and then they had uh, blue curl, and what was it? Porterweed. Porterweed. I always forget porterweed. Yeah, don't forget porterweed. I know. We really like porterweed, yeah, now, we especially were, now that we have it. We were t- talking about uh, the blue bonnets in this dr- dry weather and how mm-hmm. it was affecting them. Yeah. And I just realized that it's really affected all these those plants, too. Oh, yeah. The larkspur, the blue curl, all, all of them are not performing as my, I just kind of realized that they should be. They should be large. The curls should be everywhere, mm-hmm. and the larkspur, too, is not yeah. taken over like I yeah. expected. I, I slowly remember. Did you explain the difference between larkspur and bunny blue last week? And bunny blue? He tried yeah. last week. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. He All blew right. it. Blew it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, Trace remembers the original, the original, original. promotion of bunny blue. Yeah. But uh, really, all large, okay. all large for a bunny blue. Yeah. That's one of those things. All bunny blue or larkspur, not all. 
Larkspur or Burning Gloom. <laughs> Burning Gloom, yeah. We had a, a, one of your kind of questions, too. Oh, yeah. How come yeah, live oak let's are... Mar- let's let Mark answer dro- that. Drop, drop their leaves in the spring and everything else drops their leaves in the fall. What, live oaks do that? Yeah. yeah what is that? So, the answer is live oaks are very smart and intelligent. <laughs> so when is the most amount of rain in South Texas? When does it occur? April and May. So you lose you lose all those old leaves, which are really they're they're already they ab- absist. They're just hanging on there. They're not really functional. Oh. So come March, they all drop off and get all the new leaves. So those new leaves are nice and tender, and really want to absorb the water. So when does the water come? April. So are you saying we're going to have April rains? No, I'm, I'm April? saying no. Oh? No, the plants aren't that no. intelligent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Our our we're answer get letters from plants. <laughs> our answer was uh, similar, but it was a simpler. Answer. Yeah. Did you hear our evolution? Answer? Well, yeah. Evolution. Well, that, well, there you go. That's that's the reason. Yeah. Jerry said it's a God thing. But I think he uses that a lot when he just can't answer the question. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. It's a God thing. <laughs> you're lucky you're underneath a roof because uh, you'd be striked down for saying why? that. Why? Okay. Mark, sarcastic. Mark, will you remind us? Uh, I, would, I apologize for taking advantage of you while you're here, but. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. While the, you know, back in the old days, we talked about the the white oaks being uh, resistant to yes. oak wilt. Mm-hmm. Now we're not we we do that less. What what is the Oh no, we just do it not so much less. It's just kind of you know lower lower on the whole overall scheme and and we always like to like say take a holistic approach to it. So uh, that's one of the aspects of it. So uh, Cut the roots. Oh, well, prevention. Cut the roots. Uh, apply the propiconazole. And then finally, overall management, diversify. And since this is an oak juniper biome, then we say, yeah, go with the oak, but use this special oak. It's the white oak family. So, in the, But in, in the lab, the white oak family in the, in the laboratory are susceptible? Is that why we're... Because I They're don't see too least, many. Least success susceptible. So that's why we say all oaks are susceptible to oak wilt. The white oaks are the least susceptible. Okay, and yeah. so out there, the, the chance that somebody that yeah. has a property that has a lot of yeah. uh, white oaks. Right, and so uh, of that list, then, um, there's a lots of white oaks in our area. Uh, the post oak will probably be most resistant than maybe bur oak. Uh, I think chinkpin oak is also uh, resistant, and the Monterey oak. Apparently, the lacy oak is a little less susceptible or less resistant um, because we do have areas in western Bandera County where you have lots of oak wilt, and it's and it's in uh, lacy's oak. I guess the post oak wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. It's susceptible to, not susceptible to uh, oak wilt because all you got to do is look at it cross. Yeah, that's right. I was I was waiting for the punchline because <laughs> I was going to add to it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's, all right. Yeah, or even drive around it. 
we, we talk about how the live oaks can put up with almost anything, mm. digging and, and driving on it. Post oak, man, you just get... They're sensitive. Yeah, they're, they're, they, they'll just soon die as look at you. <laughs> right. Yes, sir? No, I was just going to say, I, yeah, you, you, you try to take care of them, and they don't like it, and they die. Oh. So just abuse them. Don't water them. Don't add any fertilizer. Don't breathe don't, on them. Don't breathe on them. Stay away. Don't look at them. <laughs> don't look at them. Don't, 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 don't make direct eye contact with them. Do not make direct eye contact. No. okay. Did you, but was there something else that you wanted to bring No, in? anyway, I just want to say that, uh, like I mentioned uh, a couple weeks before, uh, the SAWS uh, landscape, water saver landscape coupon is now activated, and everyone should go online and... Follow the instructions and apply for your $100 coupon. Yeah. And all those plants are here. I just checked with Trace. Oh, good. So all the permitted plants. And a lot of them on sale, too. When's the next uh, way to earn rewards? Oh, today. Oh, today, really? (laughs) So last week, no, last week, thank you for the lovely segue. Last (laughs) week was, uh, we had a lot of of virtual programs. It was Spring Into Gardening, our uh, (laughs) non-in-person spring bloom event. And so we had lots of, we had five points. Isn't that the one that he was talking to us about? uh, No, don't get started. Don't don't get Jerry started. Don't get Jerry started. (laughs) Which is just generally good advice. (laughs) But, but there's, oh, it may have just ended, but there were master gardeners and their cultivate. And it was Friday and today. Okay. Um, But, but if you want to know about more plant or more activities and events that are point eligible you go to where milton sa gardening no, styles no no, yeah, oh. no 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 you say it with me again okay garden style garden san antonio.com no, i was gonna go there garden style mm. <laughs> no you was gonna get ugly but i was eventually gonna get there <laughs> so uh what you do is click on the calendar it's right on the front page uh you can scroll down or, or we have a little tab for the calendar and you just go on there and we have lots of events not necessarily point eligible but lots of events throughout san antonio that you can attend where do and you get your some free webinars plans? Some webinars? Webinars, events. Um, I kind of include that all the time, but I should say presentations and events. And most so, of the presentations But do you have to webinars. be, do, are the webinars live, or can I still get the points if I go watch a webinar? That you was go watch a webinar, tomorrow. and and how we de- determine it is yeah. that if you take a survey okay. following it. And it's like four, four or five questions. Okay, I can do that. Yes, sir? Well, and another, you don't even have to be a SAWS customer, but... The, Get on that mailing list. So once a week, you get that uh, uh, plant uh, mailing list free and gives good information, plus tells you how much water your lawn needs to be uh, to have it perform well. Yeah, in, and in this uh, time of uh, Drush Age watering rules, oh, yeah. I, uh, I make sure that I have my watering recommendations on Monday very early. So there in the past it's like you don't it's seven o'clock you don't have the whether i can water today or not and i went uh you're right so i try to get up really early on monday morning and and get that recommendation out so are you recommending that they water now this week 
this week? I said, I said, yeah, this week. You know, it's St. Patrick's Day. It fits into my holiday watering method. Oh, okay. So I said, water this week. All the models and the water and the weather forecast indicated that we should probably water this week. So to stay green on St. Patrick's Day, you need the water? I need you. I need you in my office. You you need to just email me and tell me. All right. Cool. Anyway, so I've uh, taken up uh, a lot of your time. Thank you all. Um, But I did want to mention the SAWS programs. Uh, Please go to the website. We have lots of programs from flow sensors to smart controllers to little filters for your pool. Yeah, what right. which program do we listen to to get our free plan? <laughs> well, you kind of could if, if you, you get the rewards. If I, you, okay, maybe we'll be doing the free plants in the fall. Oh, man. You can I hang on to the fall. You can hang on to the no. fall. Or otherwise, just as Milton says. <laughs> <laughs> go and your do your your points. Uh, yeah, attend your classes. You go to your programs and get those yeah, points get to get points. those coupons. And you can get how many coupons? How many dollars worth? Um, 30, 30, 50, 50 and, and seventy. Okay. And and that would be math. Would be one hundred fifty dollars. Oh, okay. Total. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Uh, for more information. Go to GardenStyleSanAntonio.com. Garden with no 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 ing. No ing. Okay, GardenStyleSanAntonio.com. Yep. Come on, I thanks. still want Thank my you. free plant. I know you can get it. You just got to work a little bit no. for it. <laughs> All right. I, know, I can't believe you took my free plant away. <sighs> All right. We're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We're live at Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road, where all your gardening peers are hanging out today. Come on out and visit with us at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Miles and miles of Texas, all the stars up in the skies. I saw miles and miles of Texas Gonna live there till I die And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, where you see miles and miles of Texas sky today. It's nice blue sky, not a cloud in there. I'm Milton Glick. Hey, listen, I want to remind you, if you've got those bug problems or you've got a Oh, maybe rats in the attic or something. I know, or roaches in the drawers. If you have roaches in your drawers, call (laughs) Spider-Man Pest Control. Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. I wonder if Warren's listening. (laughs) Can help you out with that uh, and help you get rid of those uh, roaches, fleas, spiders, ants, termites. Termites are a big problem, and that's it's in his name. Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. They've been doing this since 1976. Uh, they'll uh, work with you uh, on a solution. They make you part of the solution. And when you read the reviews on uh, Google, you'll see that people like that. They like the fact that they were kind of educated on what was going to be, what was going on and stuff. So call them today at 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, or Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control online at GoSpiderManPest.com. Does he spray in your drawers? Uh, get I, don't, the roaches I don't think he has to. No, we'll have to ask him. Oh, okay. 
Um, I don't want him spraying in my drawer. <laughs> I don't think they've got enough liability insurance to, uh, for their employees. Uh, and remember, he's got the good stuff. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, 866-308-8867. What else is going on? We talked about, well, I'm looking at all these sale items. Oh, by the way, you, if you want to... Uh, Look at the sale items from uh, on Millburgers now, and I think it's gone through a long period of time, isn't it? Let's see. Price is good through March 21st. When is that? Add list for March 16th. Yeah, so Monday, and then they'll have another sale come Wednesday. Okay. But the the, the these are the next two. Couple of weeks. Yeah, next couple of weeks are going to be really good. <laughs> so, uh, we mentioned uh, fertilizer, nineteen five nine fertilizer, and nineteen five nine analysis, or for those uh, older people, such as myself, hmm. you can think of nineteen fifty nine. What happened to you in nineteen fifty nine? What songs did you listen to in 1959? So, so you went out to play music from 1959. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> but uh, the neat thing about that is 50% slow release nitrogen with 4% iron and 12% sulfur. Great for southern lawns, trees, shrubs, vegetable, and flower garden. In other words, it's good for everything you grow. The only thing you wouldn't want to do with it is is put it in containers. And what do you use for that? Nothing. Copious amounts of osmocote. There you go. Now, you'll notice uh, that the fertilizer has increased in price. Yeah. It has fertilizer is one of the things that have increased in price. He's got a 40-pound bag that covers 7,600 square feet, regularly $49.99. That's right at $50. But it's not there. No. It's not $50. No. On sale for $44.88. Or, is there an or? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, Sometimes uh, there's an or on the fertilizer. Yeah. That's, prob- that's uh, considerably higher than it was last year. But if you're going to pay that, uh, get a 19, 1959, and uh, because 50% of it is slow-release nitrogen, which uh, releases over a three-month period, three- to four-month period. That's why we recommend it on tomatoes and peppers and, and things like that. So um, it's Millburgers Premium Lawn and Garden Fertilizer and on sale. Just to remind everybody why it's uh, the price has gone up. It's uh, made out of a petroleum product. Oh, yeah. Mm. So it's related uh, to everything else that's going on around the world. Mm. Um, hey, we just got a text from Eileen over at the South Texas Home and Garden Show in Floresville. Today till 5, right? Um, yep. I asked her, how's it going? She says, it's absolutely fabulous. 
Oh, good. It sounds like there's a big crowd out there, so uh, it's not too late for you to go. They're indoors this year, right? Yeah. 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 We we have a tendency. They have a tendency in Wilson County to have some wind and sand blowing. I don't think today. But not today. No. I don't think. Today was made for Wilson County. There you go. I'm glad it worked out. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Well. Uh-oh. You're going to get into it before we go to. Only got a few more minutes. Only got a few more you wanna, minutes. You want to wait until we come back? Yeah. Okay. I'll just say that. My buddy, Niels Perry, jumped the tracks again. I want to hear what happens after you give him a scolding. <laughs> I've been th- I've, I was thinking about it, uh, sending him this uh, <laughs> write-up. But you, know, it's, you know he'll appreciate that. He can't. The, within his situation, he hadn't changed for 30 years because he... Uh, He's riding for the whole state. Yeah, that's the trying challenge. To, he trying has. to help everybody, and uh, they wanted me to do TV for the whole state. And I told them, I said, "That's going to be tough." Yeah, Texas is a because diverse state yeah, with lots of different uh, landscapes. But anyway, all uh, right, we'll talk about that when I'm, we uh, get back. I was going to try. I was going to scold Trace for having the wrong tomato <laughs> varieties. According to Neil According Spurry. to Neil Spurry, well, I, th- I hear he's got the right tomato varieties, according <laughs> to South Texas experts. Um, Absolutely. But uh, 210-308-8867. Hey, uh, don't forget, too, next Saturday, while it's also the uh, big anniversary celebration, the second week, uh, Millburgers will be having two events going on. Uh, the Lions Club will be doing eyesight screenings for kids. And um, that's free. Just come on out and be a part of that. There's no sign-up, I don't believe. And the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center will be here as well. That one you can walk in as well. The sign-ups are not mandatory, but they're encouraged for two reasons. One, it helps them know how many buses and vehicles to bring. And two, uh, it makes it easier on you. So it's really a win-win situation. Uh, go, you can go to millburgernursery.com. Uh, to find out about the blood drives. But that's a big, important thing. And there are, uh, I talked to one of the folks, and hopefully they'll call us. That's how it was kind of left. But if not, we'll maybe we'll reach out to them tomorrow. Yeah, so blood is in desperate need now again. There's still, same things are happening. Uh, a lot of the blood drives got canceled. Uh, they haven't been picked up yet. Millburgers is having theirs, but uh, a lot of folks just haven't picked up theirs. And by the way, if your church or a business wants to do one, they were encouraging you to call and by all means uh, help them with a blood drive. In fact, they had a cool idea, too, which was as a business, you can go and find a blood drive or go to a donor center and uh, and donate as well. So just pick an afternoon and have everybody come out and donate blood. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll get you caught up with the news, and then we will uh, make plant news. Uh, in just a moment, 210-308-8867. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world at 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. This is The Answer.
We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. This is the second hour of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Man, alive, there are lots of folks here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, which is wonderful to see. It's uh, fun seeing everybody gardening and looking over the plants. Uh, you bring this up, too. I'm watching them over by, I guess, are those more tomatoes over there? Oh, yeah. And yeah, four they, and a half. They would lift one up, put it down, pick up another one, <laughs> put it down, yeah. and then pick up the third one and go, okay, yeah. And as Jerry oh, points wait. out, there's not that much difference between the three. <laughs> but to them, apparently, they're perfect. Different. I mean, those plants are grown to perfection. <laughs> Well, we're yeah. on the air. Can you ask? Oh, okay. You can ask it on the air. Come on. Did you, yeah. No, no, you can just come up to the mic. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> All right, here, grab the mic. You're on the air. What's going on? Well, well, it's not a dumb okay, question. So I, why, ask, I ask dumber questions so why, than you. So why is it that you can propagate a plant in pure water, right? But then when you transfer it to mud, you can overwater it. Well, the when you brew them in water, yeah. which is not recommended, uh they they have a different kind of root system, a different kind of root. They don't have the root hairs, uh, oh. little root hairs, that they can take up uh, nutrients from. So have you heard of this? So I came up with an idea myself, I think. So what I do is I slowly add dirt oh, okay. to, to acclimate. I, to my thought, it was a different root system, too. And, and is that a good way of doing it? If you're, if you're, you don't propagate in water at all, I take it, right? No. Oh. But would that no, is, is no, there no, a reason no. that wouldn't make the transition easier, to slowly replace this, the water with soil? Or should he just just take it out of the water, put it in the <laughs> soil? He has a face made for radio, right? Yeah, he sure does, man. He's giving me a look like. <laughs> he's like, you see, that is a dumb question. Yeah, <laughs> you see, that, that, I, 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 that's my job is to ask the dumb questions. <laughs> no, uh, so you, you he's really my, good at it too. You don't think my theory is correct? That you, you slowly add the water that acclimates to the dirt? You, you add Is the soil. It working? Have you tried it? I think so. I think I okay. did. Do the plants live? Man, I don't remember which ones lived and died based on theories, but Wait I. Wait a minute. I, I think it was my sweet. I think I was doing coleus that way. Okay. Try getting. What are you rooting? Coleus. Coleus? Yeah. You can throw that on the ground. This guy's everywhere. killing. Oh wow! Ow! <laughs> this guy bills you for the salt, don't he? Get you, get you some uh, a perlite. Oh, I heard that's not the beer. I know. Okay. Uh, get some perlite, which. Okay. Uh, and, come back to the mic a sec too, so we can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. And, and stick the cutting in the solid perlite. Okay. And keep it moist. And use a, a rooting hormone, like harmonidin or okay. rutone. Okay. And uh, dip the cutting in into. Oh, okay. The, I, I remember doing that. Okay. After, after and then stick it straight in perlite, and keep the perlite moist. Okay. That ought to root up. That's good. You can root okay. a begonia really. So now we easy. know he hates coleus. Yeah. No, <laughs> I think he likes them. It's just they're apparently. They're easy to root. They're easy to root. What else? Yeah. What else could he try? To root and water. rose, Milton. He could uh, use he, your rose. He can't root a rose. That he can't root a rose in water, can he? Yeah, I would. That, that's the other question we're talking about too. Yeah. Why can't the floral roses? Why can't you re-root them? In water. Water or 
soil? I, I tell you, the only plant I've ever seen root successfully in water. Right. Ivy and, does. And is done by the rooting them in water is oleander. Is what? Oleander. Oleander? Oh. I don't, I don't know. Well, people do ivy. Trub. I know they do the ivy in water. Yeah. But most of them have a different, produce a different root in water than they do. Yeah, that's what Jerry was saying right. earlier. Right, yeah. So it has like a fingers or feathers on it mm -hmm. to reach out into the dirt. Well, just, uh, just use that perlite. Okay. And you can keep that water pretty, in other words, you want to keep it moist, but since you love that water, you can mm -hmm. literally put uh Yeah, we have to put up with this every weekend. <laughs> he jabs you as he yes he does. He gets you enough to suck you in, then he punches you. Yeah, that's a great description. <laughs> he uh, gets you laughing, then he gets your yeah. temper exposed. We're gonna we're gonna invite this man to the memorial service. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I do funeral. I won't charge. Okay. okay. Just give me some uh, free coleus plants. Yeah, yeah that's easy. Them. They just throw them on the ground. Let me you know when he dies. You know, uh, hey, oh, hey. Yeah, wow. Okay. I, I think I already have that. <laughs> okay, that was rough. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Yeah, so um, yeah, the roses were in perlite. Yeah. Uh, or vermiculite. Or, or are they two different things? They're two different things. Yeah. You like perlite more than vermiculite. Yeah, uh, perlite uh, basically is a rock. Right. Volcanic rock. Clay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it uh, doesn't hold water. So the succulents like uh, impatience and things like that. Oh, okay. Will rot if they have to stand in water. Okay. So, uh, and rose cuttings too. So um, you just, how do you keep it moist every day? Spray it in there. Spray it in there? Okay. Uh, in fact, and you didn't like my sand idea that I saw on the interwebs. Yeah, that's right. I did. I know. Uh, in fact, Neil Sperry has a question and answer oh. about you, this. Okay. About rooting Esperanza cuttings. Gold Star Esperanza. And I love the way Neil is not quite as forward as I am. Mm. Neil doesn't to, suck to you tell in and people then not to get and punch you and jab you out about this. <laughs> uh, they got a beautiful picture of uh, black and white, of course, in the play paper, that uh, of Esperanza full of bloom. You know what kind of Esperanza? No, the name of that Esperanza. Is that going to be Gold Star? That's going to be Gold Star. How do you know that? Because it has all the blooms? There you go. Okay. Thank you. You taught me well. But Neil doesn't come right out and say use gold star oh okay said i uh, got the question i have tried numerous times to start new esperanza plants from a cutting i've tried water and i've tried rooting them in soil but i've met with failure each time maybe i don't know what a cutting is how can i succeed hmm. and neil said the answer i'll give you for a home gardener will be different than a commercial greenhouse operator uh, who who use for shrubs and vines, including Esperanza, how they do it. 
The pros have heated benches and, and mist or fog houses with 100% relative humidity. They usually start uh, with much smaller cuttings, and they do their propagation at different times of the year. Also, if you're propagating Gold Star Esperanza, please note that that is a plant that has historically been sold with a special tag indicating Texas Superstar plant selection. So commercial growers are required to sell the plants with that tag attached. Well, they're they're requested to do that, right. but not not many of them do it. No. Um, and customers should always look for it to be sure they're getting greatly improved the greatly improved form of the species Tacoma stands. Now, <laughs> we've had. We've had problems with that, but you can still see the write-up on plantanswers.com. I keep it on the front page on the topics of the month. But, uh, and we have found that some people are using that tag and not selling uh, a gold star. as gold star. So if you're going to propagate a Tacoma stands or... You want gold star? Wait till the plant blooms, and it should bloom six to eight inches tall. I mean, they mm. blo- they bloom uh, in the in the mist bed, which mm. Neil's talking about. So it blooms at a very young age. Even even after it froze off, it bloomed early, right away. Okay, once you're sure, or if yeah. you're sure that you've got Gold Star, in other words, is your bloom small last year, then what you want to do is uh, <coughs> wait till it re-sprouts. It probably froze to the ground and sends up, it'll send up shoots. They're on their own root system, so it'll come true. And uh, then wait till the cuttings get... Uh, mm, five to six inches long with no new wood on the top. In other words, when you take a cutting and it has new growth on it, you want you to make sure that growth has hardened off. In other words, otherwise it would, uh, it'll wilt down big, big time bad. Uh, <laughs> and Neil says, I don't think you'll get in trouble for propagating one or two plants for your own enjoyment. Well, what does he mean that, by that? Because uh, it's a patented... Because it's a Texas superstar. Now, that plant uh, has never been patented. Oh, okay. So it, it's, <laughs> it's open for use. Huh. That was one of the biggest mistakes... Greatest mistakes that uh, that uh, 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 Greg Grant made when he was working for Lone Star Growers out here, out uh, south of town, is that he didn't patent that, and he could have. But uh, oh. for Joe Bradbury, the owner. Uh, but anyway, I don't know. He, he took Mr. Fanick's, uh Philosophy in that uh, never patent patent a plant. 
because uh, you want everybody to have if it's good a plant oh, okay. you want everybody to have it and uh, and and like that all right that your cuttings uh, should be of semi hardwood growth taken in early summer uh, yeah this is coming up early summer mm-hmm. so I imagine you'll have some wrath they should be four inches long and you'll want to pinch out the top inch of growth that's what I was talking about the new growth it would be very tender and uh, you might well uh, pinch it out peel the leaves off the base of each cutting and dip the bottom third in the cutting of the cutting into a packet of rooting hormone powder rutone or hormone tap off the excess powder then carefully insert the cutting into a six inch pot filled with a mixture of equal amounts of sphagnum peat moss and perlite milk okay. that has been sprayed thoroughly to soak it uh, completely in other words you want want that, that uh, it, you want to, uh, to have a good water holding capacity Repeat several times as you take five or six cuttings. When finished, water the pot again thoroughly. Cover the entire pot, cuttings and all, with a sheet of dry cleaner's plastic to hold moisture. And put in a bright spot out of direct sunlight. That sounds like your rose information, doesn't it? It does sound like that. The cutting should begin to form roots within a couple of weeks, if that is not sooner at which time you can lift them out and pot them up individually. This information is in uh, Plant Answers. Too. Yeah, yeah. So under under uh, propagation, listed on propagation. Um, but he doesn't, doesn't mention putting them in pure water. No. Like I, like I told him, the only, the only plant I've ever seen rooted in pure, pure water Commercially, mm. is oleanders. Okay. In Galveston, Texas. Supposed to be the oleander capital of the world. What is the advantage of rooting something in pure water? The advantages of it? Yeah, why would you choose it over rooting it in. Uh, I don't know. You could just see it, see the roots growing, I guess. Well, whatever is successful, you. Yeah. Oh, but can you root oleander in. Oh, yeah, a you can. A mixture of sphagnum yeah. and... Oh, yes. Yeah, perlite. Yeah, you could do that. But um, they just got into, in the habit of sticking them in pure water. And I think they changed the water periodically. Oh, okay. Makes for a good toxin afterwards. Yeah. A good what? Toxin. Oh, good toxin. Oh, no. That's what I thought you said, but I wasn't sure... Yeah, so we'll get Milton a little uh-huh. drink of the. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Well, uh, too bad. Did yeah. you, uh, Jerry, did you get a chance to make a survey of the tomatoes? We saw... The rodeo tomato in the four inch. Yeah. We saw um, there were last week were some of the in the one gallon. Yeah. Um, 
968 last week. Yeah, celebrities and tycoon, and then there were uh, some some varieties that uh, that came from a, uh, that we don't see very often. If somebody wants something weird, uh, <laughs> they can go ahead. And did you know? Those. Did you remember the variety? No, I didn't. Uh, the furthest was a couple weeks ago, uh, last week. Oh, okay. I, I just saw the wonderful varieties there, Tycoon and there you go. Bobcat and uh, th- those that, that uh, have done the test of time here in San Antonio yeah. and the gardeners have been very successful with. Would you would you think we'd be safe in saying any plant, any tomato plant variety that you get over here at Mail Burgers is going to be successful? Um, we'd have to look. We'd have to look. <laughs> we have to figure out what uh, some of those that Trace picked. I don't know if he uh, selected them just to uh, to get get some variation, no. or, or if he knew, knew those varieties from. Before. Did you get some odd tomato varieties? Yes. Uh oh. Did you do you know them? Did you, have you tried them before? Uh, some of them. Uh, there was some uh, black ones. I think there was black creme or Diddy's black. So I've had I've had employees grow those before and were quite successful. Were they? Did you get the the purple? Uh, I know it I ordered it, but I don't think it showed up. Oh, hmm. yeah, that one, that one has been very. But I, successful. I will I will have it at some point. Okay. Uh, we're t- talking about tomatoes. <laughs> uh, my buddy Neil Spare jumped the jumped the tracks on on tomatoes. And he he talks he's talking uh, about tomato varieties, a way to grow tomatoes. Thirty years ago, and uh, this has always been a problem uh, for the for the College Station people. Uh, they don't have the tomato supplies and varieties that we recommend and that we talk about. Neil has to grow go for the whole state and uh, he, he says uh, tomatoes on the spare uh, spare counter minutes counter minutes after they were harvested he took a picture had a picture of it. note we don't grow the large fruiting types because they give very poor rewards here in Texas now <laughs> how does he make that noise <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's good. So uh, I don't know. I think he's talking about those extremely large tomato beef pies. master, beef steak. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. concur. There you go. Tycoon, I do not concur. <laughs> yeah. He said, avoid varieties like Big Boy, beef steak, and others. They won't set fruit when temperatures climb above ninety. Now. What does? Uh, ours, <laughs> the ones that we recommend, the rodeo tomatoes and, and stuff that you sell out here, uh, have been tested in the field in the high temperatures. Yeah, but they don't. And uh, they set fruit. They don't set. But they're not going to set it once you get the hot. Yeah. They'll finish off whatever they got. That's right. They're they're selected because they can produce a crop in a short period in right. our weather conditions. Right. Not because they do it over 90 degrees. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they uh, do their business, do their best, and in, in uh, early spring, fast before 
the temperatures get hot. Now, around here, that's July, late June, uh, early July. But um, the ones we recommend and have for 30 or 40 years, uh, we'll set fruit in fairly high temperatures. Um, there, there, he says there's some type of physiological issue that prevents them from doing so. And that problem stops fruit set when it's below 70 degrees at night. Uh, we, we used to have, uh, have a lot of discussion about uh, tomato setting uh, fruit in, in cold temperature, cool spring temperatures. And we talked about using a, a growth hormone on them. It was sold as uh, bloom blossom set. Blossom set. <laughs> you'll be, you uh, anyway, he said, you'll be doing well to get five or six fruit from these types that were bred for, for the Northwest, Midwest. Now, that's kind of true, but you see, like I say, he's having to write for Amarillo and uh, Dallas and wherever. So things are different up there. And the reason people stick with big boys and beefsteaks and others is because they grew them in the north. They grew them, at, uh, they grew them in the north, especially big boy. Well, uh, I'll throw in there too the the, com- the stores, the retail stores. Uh, mm. They have a buyer sitting somewhere up north, right. That recognizes those names, and he buys the same tomato plant yeah, for every box store. I'm not naming names. No, you don't have to. We get those calls a lot, <laughs> where people will say, "You know, I got this blankety blank over it at blankety at big box store, <laughs> and it's got lots of leaves on it, but uh, it's, it won't produce any fruit." And so his, his, the best types he recommends is red cherry, red or yellow pear, super sweet 100, and other super sweet types. And then porter, now that was put, that's a tomato, a small tomato that was uh, found and named by porter, uh, Mr. Porter, who owned Porter and Son Seeds Men. And he was good. They were good friends of uh, of Neil. And that's good tomato in its time. And Roma and Better Boy, uh, super fantastic and celebrity. So uh, <laughs> look for stout transplants in four-inch pots. Do we carry stout transplants of tomatoes? Yes. <laughs> four-inch four pots and in four, gallons. Four. Four and a half a gallon, and hanging basket, Ooh. and three gallon. Yeah. Okay. Hey, we got to take a quick break. We're up against a break, real quick. So two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More in a moment on Millburgers Garden, South Texas, on nine thirty a.m. The answer. You've got to kiss an angel. Good morning. Let her know you think about her when you're gone. Kiss 
Welcome back to Melbourne's Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Don't forget about our friends over there at Second Nature Compost Soil and Mulch. If you're looking for a variety of quality soils, variety of quality mulches, variety of quality compost, uh, now's the time to get on over to that uh, Nelson Road location right there on the southwest part of town uh, by the old Nelson Brush Pickup. And uh, check them out. You can have it delivered. You can uh, have it go get it you're there yourself. Uh, this is for large jobs. Uh, and so if you've got a yard that you're wanting to uh, mulch or compost, uh, check them out. They're, they're new. Our folks uh, from the show have tried them and like them. Uh, so they're right there, again, at Nelson, 8449 Nelson Road. The phone number, 210-960-6440. That's Second Nature Compost Soil and Mulch. And they're online. That's where I really encourage you to go first. TXCompost.com txcompost.com. You'll find the phone numbers there, and you'll find all about their products, too. It's Second Nature Compost Soil and Mulch, txcompost.com. 210-308-8867. Hey, we've got Evelyn on the line. Get out of here. No, i got to stay here to the rest of the show. <laughs> Evelyn, I bet she's going to come over and get some of that fertilizer herb. for a horse herb. Horse herb, Evelyn? Yeah. Hey, this is horse herb. Oh, man, don't call her that. <laughs> Poor Evelyn. Hi, Evelyn. What's going on? How are you? I'm good. It's sunshine. It's nice and warm outside. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the program day? is over. I'm going out. <laughs> All right. You can take us with you. All right. Come on over. <laughs> okay. Um, What's going on? How can we help you? I was told to put a cup of Osmocote Plus with my tomato plants. Okay. Yeah. Do I put it in the bottom and set the tomato plant right on top, or do I mix it in the soil around the tomato? I, I think you'd be better off to mix it in the When you dig the hole for the tomato, uh-huh. uh, the soil that you take out of the hole, mix that cup, cup full for every plant. Uh, which is a copious amount for us, of uh, of Osmocote. They've got regular Osmocote and Osmocote Plus. I have the Plus. Yeah, I like the Plus because it's got uh, Iron. minor elements in it. But the traces told me, it's telling me, that they also sell Osmocote at the same price as Osmocote Plus. And what's the difference, you said? The ratio. So regular Osmocote is 14, 14, 14. Okay. What's the Osmocote Plus? Uh, it's a green one, so it's like 18 something, something. So oh, it's, it's higher a, it's than. A, it's a high nitrogen, less phosphorus. Good. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I vote for the plus. But uh, uh, one cup full at planting. And, That's not uh, Osmocote. Of the Osmocote, yeah. Now that. Uh, if you look on the package, of, it's not uh, going to say that. It's, it's not going to say it's that. It's going to say a lot less than that. They put a, they put a stinking little spoon in there, Trey. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, and uh, I guess they want you to dip it out of there. It's nothing. I, I mean. They're not copious at all. Well, I follow it, and it works very well, Jerry. Yeah. What? You use that little spoon? Yeah, I don't. I, 
I don't think you have to be as extravagant as you you say sometimes on the fertilizer. <laughs> I follow the directions on everything yeah, except for what for my you. wife tells me. No, there yeah. you go. And then you follow her directions. I do follow her directions. Or do you just do the opposite of what she says? <laughs> her directions are the law. Does she say mm-hmm. use more osmica? I was referring to other, th- other factors. Oh. Like pick up my clothes, <laughs> throw, throw away that cup, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Okay, but uh, the, uh, just keep in mind that you cannot burn a plant with osmica. Now, the, 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 the thing about one of the reasons that I uh, bring that up is that it's just, I think it's great if people fertilize at a recommended amount. And so the, the issue is usually not fertilizing rather than not yeah. enough fertilizer. Yeah. So you can do as much as Jerry says and... and uh, perhaps even get a better yield, but the key is fertilize a generous amount, and the recommended amount is the easiest way to to follow that recommendation. Yeah, Neil says fertilize your plants every couple of weeks with a high nitrogen, water soluble plant food to keep them healthy and vigorous. I concur. Yeah. Yeah. Evelyn, how often do you fertilize your horse herb? <laughs> I don't. I like the burn. <laughs> and it still grows, huh? Yes, it does. Okay. So we, we need to find the edible qualities of that, and if it's got nutritional value. Well, you know, at one time maybe she could have lunch. At one time, we uh, put Dennis after it to to see if it was, it had the uh, nutri nutrition value of it, of horser. Yeah. And I don't think he could ever find a. Oh. Even well, we got our Cracker Jack yeah, Al, Googleist here. We can try Al. Oh, okay. You want me to find it? Oh, well. <laughs> well, it really got to me one day. I was at the, a nursery, and I saw they were selling the uh, horse herb. Yeah. yeah I think we must, had them. Must yeah. have been here because yeah. uh, we, we have requests <laughs> for that really? plant. Yes, ma'am. Well, and we have, oh, it in our, we have it in our custom-built hummingbird garden. There you go. Too, or butterfly garden. I'm sorry. Because it's one of the yeah. favorite butterfly plants. Remember, Helen, one one Evelyn. person's trash is the other person's treasure. Another huh? person's treasure. Well, that, that other person needs to get to Evelyn's house quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so they can pick a... Okay, a little bit more. Uh, several years back, uh, someone told me to put a handful of rock phosphate in the bottom of the uh, tomato plant for a moment. Plants of tomato plants. Yeah. And I heard a different story on that last weekend. There you go. Uh, the problem with rock phosphate, it's recommended highly uh, in northern areas and in organic magazines. But uh, rock phosphate has to uh, be dissolved before the phosphorus is actually available. And it's dissolved in uh, acid soil, but it's not in <laughs> our soil. We've got soil here, that's for sure. Yeah, we've got alkaline soil. Well, does all right if you wait 40 years. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, well, uh, Sam Codler used to always fuss with my, Malcolm Beck about rock phosphate. So 40 years later, I've always fussed at him. But, you know, Malcolm used to do tests, different tests in different pots. And uh, 
And uh, he did a test where he used uh, superphosphate, which has already been treated by, with acid, and uh, rock phosphate and uh, at different rates. And I never will forget. He called me finally and said, after he did that, done that experiment, he said, "Hey, that superphosphate's working a lot better than the rock phosphate." I said, "We have been telling you that for over forty years." Right? <laughs> but he didn't believe it until he'd done his yeah, experiment because uh-huh. it's in all the organic magazines to use rock phosphate. <laughs> Well, I never was told this before either till last weekend I heard it. Wow. Yeah. But uh, I, I think we sell rock phosphate, don't we? Yes. And do we, uh, the and best, best. I think I bought oh. some there at one time. <laughs> we, we also do the super phosphate and triple phosphate. Whoa. Uh, should have both, I think. Yeah, and now's the time to uh, up your phosphate in the. Uh, in in the, under the tomatoes because phosphorus is unavailable in a cold soil, cooler soil. So uh, uh, if if there's any good for starter solutions, which are usually hard uh, high on on uh, phosphorus, the middle number uh, is to use it in the spring. So. That's a story on phosphorus. Okay. I thank but, you very much. That satisfies well, me now. <laughs> thank you for calling. Thanks, Evelyn. We'll talk to you later. You and go enjoy the day, okay? I Hi, will. Evelyn. All right. You well, can keep listening to the show, but don't get. We'll, we'll understand if you just can't. You got to get out there now. Yeah. Quit doing getting nude and and sunbathing in the backyard. Okay. The neighbors have been, <laughs> the neighbors have been complaining. <laughs> Uh, Evelyn, if you want to come over here and hit them with a ruler or something, you're okay with that. Okay. Thanks, Bye. Evelyn. Always good to talk to you. So I got a, I got a phone, a nursery phone call about uh, what do we say? Fruit trees. Oh, okay. And it wasn't in Texas. What? Uh-oh. Mississippi. Mississippi. All right. Oh my goodness. A- asking me about different types of uh, peach trees. How there did they know go. to call you guys? My relatives. What's that? My relatives. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> so I said, well, I don't know what's going to grow there. Find out what your average chill factor yeah. is and go from there. Which part of Mississippi? Because Mississippi's kind of like uh, Texas. It's got to be pretty close to the coast. But he said it's 600 chill hours. Oh. Uh, yeah. You well, have any suggestions? Cause he'd work with 600. Yeah. yeah he'd June work. Gold is June gold classic 600. Uh, Florida King. Hey. I saw a Florida Prince by as I was walking up there. Yeah, I believe that was out there. Did you have a question? Do you want to come on the air with us? <laughs> sure. All right, you're on the air. What's going on? I had a question. About, I saw the uh, comment of the article in the paper today about crabgrass and putting a pre-emergent down. So I have a couple of weeds in my yard. I wasn't sure if either one of them was crabgrass. And I didn't know if y'all could look at a picture of it or not. One's a very fine, grassy uh that's not crabgrass. Hatch. Well, that's not that oh, wasn't the crabgrass, okay. but it's it's really fine and it's got it's like a mound of seeds across the top. But I have no idea what that is. First, and then I have what I think is crabgrass, but it's already you know it's growing, of course. And your article mentioned if you have crabgrass in the summer and the fall. I didn't know since I have it right. Obviously, I have it around the year. 
I would I would guess that your is it the, the more coarse I would guess that is probably rescue grass is a is a weedy grass. Did it just come up this winter? Well, it's, I mean, every spring I deal with this. Okay, you know, yeah, your your crabgrass and runners that go out with the the stems with the seeds on the ends. Okay, well, yeah, the crabgrass will have the runners too. But do you have the pictures? But the gener- generally <laughs> we would. I don't know if you can see it. No. You want to show? show. First one's Pohana. Oh. Uh, oh, which is? Oh, that's the is one that, I think is crabgrass. Show grass. Calvin real is quick. Is that Dallas grass? Show Calvin so he's not looked at. All right. <laughs> She's showing Calvin now. And it. That actually, that actually looks a little bit like crabgrass. Could be barnyard grass too, but. And it's got the stems that go out along, running along the soil line yeah. almost. That, and then at the end you've got a, a bunch of seeds on we, each of these stems. We would expect the crabgrass just to be, some of it might be coming up now, but we wouldn't expect it to be this. Um, it's an annual, right? And a, a, a pre, the, the pre-emergent should be ahead of it by now right now okay yeah. well this has been there for you know a month month and a half yeah. something like that so the question is short of picking it up pulling it out by hand what do i put down to stop it from well what, what kind of grass have you got on your lawn is it st augustine yeah st augustine okay is that and that's in the lawn yeah it's spread out in different spots yeah. some of it some of it has none and some of it's kind of heavy well, if you, could, you, you use one of the, the grass, is that the only one that's there? I mean, are there a lot of them? A oh, no, there's quite a few of them. The plants? I mean, some of them are growing together. You can't even see one over the other. They're all like one big mound of grass. Yeah. And uh, I just went out to try, to try to take a picture of one that was by itself. There you go. So you could see it a little bit better. Yeah. I don't think it's crabgrass. <laughs> okay. But you, you can, yeah. You can use weed, weed-free zone. Which is? Uh, too uh, hot. No, it's grass. grass. Oh. What's your suggestion, Trace? Uh, no. I hear you. Well, they pick up the seeds, put out dimension. Okay, and for the other one? Now, we're talking about a pre-emergent, though. Here, Trace is talking about a pre-emergent. Oh. So keeping it mowed down, don't let it go to seed. If you have the capability of bagging, bag it. I do. Uh, pre-emergent and... A, Rescue grass is what my guess. So That's pre-emergent right. twice a year, uh, every spring, every fall, and over a period of time, you'll have less and less coming back. Okay, so, so I should. I mean, since it's already this stuff is the finer grass here in this picture is starting to die off, and this it's turning so brown. Rescue grass and poana will both die off as it gets hot. So yeah. the easiest control in St. Augustine is seeds. So doing the pre-emergent. Okay, so regularly. that would be, obviously I can't stop this, so that would be right. like in September? Well, it be now, and then oh. it would begin uh, also sometime September all the way to November, depending on how the weather's going. Okay, now, so the, let's see, we would apply, so we're applying for the stop sandbur and and crabgrass, we're applying that um, any place from March to now, that pre-emergent. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, the August would be a good time for uh, 
for our uh, preventing the rescue grass. So you want, you want it out two to three weeks before the weather cools off. That's when the stuff will start okay. to germinate. Yes. So it needs to be cooler and it needs to get rained on or watered. So there's no way to set a date for the fall, and it's generally two to three weeks before the weather cools off. Could okay. it be August? Sure. Could it be September? More likely. Could it be October? Even more likely. So the seeds that are falling now likely won't germinate until this fall. If we have some okay. cool weather, they could come up, but more than likely they're going to sit there to fall. So, so I just need to beat that first, and then semi-annually. It's, it's going to be a twice a year yep. for the rest of the time you own the house. Okay. Now, good good news is, uh, just like Trace said, they, they, they it looks pretty. Rescue grass and the annual bluegrass looks pretty good when you keep it mowed. For well, sure it does, but yeah. I'm just trying to keep it from taking over. You know, it just <laughs> seems like but hundreds of seeds per little mound it, of this stuff. It, uh, yeah, it, it will take over if you got limited soil, you got shade, yeah, and uh, all those conditions. I've got that. Thank yeah. you. All right. <laughs> good, good question. Thank yeah. you. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Is that your hummingbird moth on 9.30 a.m.? The yeah. answer? Yes. All right. It Why was. Not? It is. All right. Let's see if it gets eaten. All right. <laughs> that, that, wasn't as, that, that variety wasn't as big as the one that we saw. Yeah. yeah the other one was closer to looking like yeah. a real hummingbird. All right. 210-308-8867. Devastating to watch your face, Milton, when it got. Oh, that was just, <laughs> I was just so happy to watch. The, oh, it's a hummingbird moth. I've never seen one. The cycle of life. The grackle exchanged his satisfied look. Yes. He went. Milton lost it, and the grackle gained it. (laughs) All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I'm looking at Calvin's this week in the garden in today's paper, and it says, uh, "Purchase your favorite high-demand tomato plants now." Because they're available now. Uh, and But wait till until April to plant them in the garden. Especially if you're not going to cover them with that uh, grow web cloth. Uh, and I was going to get a, a gardening friend of mine some of that grow web cloth. And they've sold out of the packages. But, you know, they sell it. From a roll, a big roll, out there where the grass is, yeah. and so you can come in there if you don't have any, and tell them how much you need to to pull off of that roll, and then <laughs> you take it home, cut it into pieces that cut that fit around your cage, uh, and fit it like a like a dress to a cage, and that way. The, you won't have mites getting in there. You won't have you'll have protection from the wind, and uh, there's a lot of benefits to having that done. I, I especially like w- w- when you plant uh, cyclamen, a lot of cyclamen. Oh yeah. And uh, I plant some long beds, and if you've got that pre-measured 
ready to go. You don't, with the cyclamen, you don't have to pack it in like you do with the, does better with the tomatoes. Right. But you can just put it on there, it goes on there quick and protects yeah. uh, the plant. But, yeah, with the, you're talking about that it, when you have those tomatoes, mm-hmm. there, there you uh, do a little... Take a little time and do a fitting, and uh, then, <laughs> then you're ready for action, and it really makes a difference. Yeah, I always tell about the German gardeners I used to give talks to in your brothels. And uh, the first thing they would ask when I would bring that up, tell them how to use it, how long will it last? It costs, it costs 0.02 cents a foot. So they were want to make sure they get the money for it. <laughs> and I said, well, I think you could take it off and wash it and wear it during the off-season. So they, they went ahead and did that. But anyway, Calvin says, until then, place in one through three-gallon containers in the sun and out of the wind until the weather becomes more mild. And then he says... Fertilize the plants with Osmico. Right here, Beth. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And look at but he you just know, says one spoonful. <laughs> what are? Well, I guess we're halfway into March, so we got yeah two weeks more before April. Although some gardeners, a lot of gardeners, are, will take a chance if, if the weather's been right and go ahead and plant. Oh in, yeah, in the middle of March. The weather's been weird, though, and <laughs> especially when it's the, the dry doesn't help either. Yeah, but uh, this this year, because of the cooler temperatures we've been having, uh, like we said, I think we talked about it last weekend, they uh, they might want to use uh, black plastic over the, if you've been having trouble with uh, weeds and grass and things like that around your tomatoes, just get some black plastic. I think you can get it at the hardware store or somewhere. And uh, lay it over the bed a lot of times that you make to plant on. And uh, tuck the ends in around the bed. And it'll heat the soil up. Now, the way to really make it useful is put a drip hose under there, drip irrigation under there to water with, uh, especially this year since we're not having any rain. Oh, speaking of not having any rain, have you looked at the weather? No. Would you Somebody like was telling me <laughs> that the rain chances are 61%. Wow. See, and I said, Sixty-one percent. Is that Tuesday or when was that? Yeah, coming up Tuesday, Wednesday. And so I said, "Well, they're probably uh, predicting that point oh two inches of rain." That would now be. I have a forty percent chance of showers tomorrow night. Uh huh. Seventy percent chance of there showers Monday, and thirty percent chance of showers Monday night. Yeah. But not Tuesday. I don't have anything Tuesday. What do you think, Milton? I don't know. Think we're going to get some rain, Milton? Sounds like we want to. 
Does it say how many uh, tenths of an inch? No, this one is just the weather, uh, weather weather.gov. It doesn't ever, well, let's see, sometimes it does. Okay, Uh, no. Okay. I got wind gusts. Oh, no. Yeah, up to 25 miles an hour. Let's see. Monday, showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm before 1 p.m. Then a chance of showers or thunderstorms after 1 p.m. Partly sunny with a high near 86. Uh, winds could gust as high as 30 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation, yeah. 70%. That's why you ought to use that cloth around oh. all the tomatoes. Because the wind will do almost as much damage as the coal will. It'll, it'll decrease overall production. So uh, you need to wrap in, in cloth, uh, that uh, grow web cloth. And like I say, they sell it on the roll here, so they'll pull you off a bigger piece as you want to. Last week, this last week, uh, I went around and visited the uh, blue bonnets. Yeah. Which are in full bloom now. And took a lot, took a lot of pictures, which I'll try to get on plant answers. But the interesting thing about it is the plants are about half size of what they what they usually are mm. because of the moisture. Yeah, the I was going to ask if that was the. And what's amazing, we're when we were looking at the blues and pulling the any pinks that happen to show up, the prettiest pink that we have occurs in the blues in our Lady Bird Johnson Royal Blue. But when mm. I was I was trying to pull the pinks out of the ground, couldn't do it. Really? I couldn't. You know, you follow them. You see a pink one, you follow it down to the very ground where it's going in the ground. And uh, then you try to pull it out and get it out of the field so it won't cross-pollinate. And uh, the... Uh, why couldn't you I, pull? I couldn't pull it out. I couldn't pull the plant uh, just out. Just because you're old and weak or what? <laughs> I think because it's, that soil is like a rock. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> like pulling it out of a brick. And so... Uh, I was pulling uh, rescue grass, but that that was uh, relatively easy to pull out because it had limited root system because <laughs> it's dry. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, blue bars have a taproot. And uh, so the, the farmer was uh, exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. <laughs> it's a severe acute mount. Is that, is that describing Jerry? <laughs> or the farmer. It kind of came in right there. At the, okay. Oh, well, there we go. Okay. Well, let's continue this tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll find out why Jerry couldn't pull the, uh, the pink blue bonnet out. <laughs> Severe, severe Back tomorrow acute. on the answer. It may have been the orange. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.